Sie hören Sport und Musik. In a world where fans fight over whether to call it football, football, or soccer, two German men defy the odds and call it Fußball. Bringing you inside the German-American Fußball experience. And now, here are your hosts, the Schnitzel Boys. Hi, off season. Off season. Yeah, we don't quite know what to do with ourselves. <laughs> Awkwardly, do we bounce around during the bounce intro? Around. Bounce around. the intro. What is the last <laughs> full full soccer game you've watched, Bjorn? Uh, I've been watching a good amount of the Prem. Actually, I watch a lot of. The Man City versus Chelsea game. Uh, I watched a bunch of Leeds against. Uh, I mean, yeah, Cardiff? like no, I don't. I did not watch a lot of the cup games, uh, no. but just last weekend the Prem. Leeds, they had a two-two tie, right? Over they put West Ham was it Leeds West Ham. Oh, in the uh, in the Prem, right? Leeds no, is in the, the in the in the cup they had a two-two tie. In the Prem, yeah. they had a scoreless draw against Newcastle. Oh, okay. And then they played again. And I West Ham two two. I could swear maybe it was two games ago. Yeah, yeah. That was uh, no. That was the most. You're probably right. Yeah. Who knows? Lee. I keep my eye on Leeds, (laughs) but I actually haven't been watching the games uh, for the most part. Just highlights and stuff like that. Uh, I watch Prem games sometimes. I like to follow the Americans in it, so I always have to see what's up with Chelsea. I have a. I have a or Fulham or Leeds are my two teams. You know. I have a lot of uh, Got my English friends, and I'm, I'm I have this like fan. Oh, there you go, Clint Dempsey, Fulham, uh, Fulham, yeah, Fulham, incredible season. I mean, they must be the luckiest team in the history of soccer. They just okay, every, but I mean, at some point, it's no longer luck, right? It's every every game, like no, Tim you know, Ream. Tim Ream say, is Tim playing Ream. like he's twenty twenty like twenty five all over again. This is New York uh, Red Bulls, Tim Ream. Yeah. Incredible, yeah, really, really incredible. I have it this, ain't luck. It's Tim Ream. I mean, okay. at this no point, it's 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 it can't be luck anymore, right? It's too happens too often. But I mean, it never seems like even whenever I watch a little bit of their games, it never seems like oh, they are just so good. It's like wow, how did this happen? Yeah, but anyway, American yeah, I, I watch. Uh, I have a I have a lot of English friends. I I am in a in a fantasy draft league for the premier league that's why i pay more attention than i otherwise would um do you have vout veghorst on your team because i used to see i I used to last season he's no longer around he's in turkey but i did have i did for a time yeah i had him on my team last year and rumor has it manchester united are going to united services for a little while it'll be better than ronaldo yeah hopefully i mean vout veghorst was a great player two seasons ago. He's a great player. For whatever reason, yeah. Burnley didn't do something happened to Burnley. It's a shame. It's just weird how that happens. World class players just get on a bus and go so, three hours somewhere else, and then all of a sudden they're not world class players anymore. So I mean, Burnley's more well, of a three-hour I think, bus ride from Wolfsburg, but still, it's like uh, 
you know, it's interesting. But he was pretty good for them for a while. He scored some. He definitely he scored some goals when he first arrived. I think they they are also, you know, they got a new coach and they had a whole turnover. So I think they were also just they just decided that they needed to give other people more time. That he wasn't the future. Um, but he was pretty good for them for for at least some some time. I guess other than he went to Turkey, like you know, people yeah. don't like. A great way for me not to know how you're doing is to like go to Turkey or something. Like, I just <laughs> yeah, don't, I don't know where to watch the game. I don't watch. I don't watch those games either. Yeah, that's true. I mean, the Tur- Turkey is a great like Cristiano Ronaldo to Saudi Arabia. I'm never gonna hear from him ever again. I'm super excited. Like, yeah, he's gonna be like he's a total dead zone wasteland for me. <laughs> he's gonna be done. He said that that was the thing he wasn't gonna do. Right? The the he wasn't gonna yeah. go to. I guess he didn't. <laughs> he didn't actually say. He said USA and Qatar were the two options that he wouldn't do, that he wasn't going to just disappear like that. So then and he, he did. He went to Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, sporting Kansas City. South Africa. Pay. And then he said South Africa, right? I'd be into that. I like South Africa. I play for the no, Jumbo that's what he, that's what he said. I I uh, I'm here. I went. To, I mean, it was a it was this. You know, he he misspoke. What, he what said, did he miss? Oh, as opposed when he to Saudi arrived, Arabia. He when he, yeah, Africa. when he arrived he, in his press, he said, "Like, well, I'm here in South Africa." Ah, <laughs> that shows you how little he, he he's already gone to me. I didn't care. I had no idea. It's the <laughs> first time hearing that. Yeah. No, that man is already dead to me. So I don't know. Uh, okay. Well, I'm sure that that I'm sure the Saudi the Saudi Arabians love that. That'd be like, <laughs> that'd be like coming to Kansas City and be like. I'm happy here at United Arab Emirates. Uh, it's a very cool place. I love, <laughs> love all you, all the Emirates. United Arab son. Uh, yeah, cool. Very cool. Uh, speaking of world class players, in general, the hottest. La- so here in the silly off season, uh, uh, other than watching the English Premier League, you know, even the Bundesliga doesn't start until the end of the month, which is a little weird to me. I think the twentieth, you weird, know, right? Next, yeah. Yeah, so two week, two like not this. Next I think week, we have one after. where we have to go through, get through one more show without Bundesliga, and then uh, and then we'll but, and then it'll, it'll start. That's again. interesting to me though, because they started two weeks, like they cut two weeks early, but they're starting the same weekend for the for the Runde that they usually do. So they're not. I guess they're shoving in two rounds. Yeah, they're going somewhere. a little later in the summer, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, well, the German, well. you know, only 18 teams, so that makes it a little easier versus right. uh, versus the Premier League, which has so many so many games, Murders. so many cups in England. Yeah. Well, I, you know, so this is the time of year where there's no Bundesliga or MLS games, uh, and it's just a lot of reading and seeing what the offices are doing. <laughs> this is a great time. It's like spring cleaning. This is a great time to look at the offices. Uh, but there's a little bit of wackiness um, here stateside. Uh, we got recent reports uh, that the United States sniffed around Zinedine Zidane's oh, yeah. agent. Is that real? See, yeah, it seemed to be. I don't think it's like they called him and offered him a contract. I mean, this was I think like it's just they inquired with his agent, and I think he had like apparently four inquiries or something. It was USA, I think Portugal inquired, and like Brazil or something. I don't know. A handful of teams inquired, hmm. and I think he just gave a blanket no to everybody. He was like, no. Nope, this was like know. Ronaldo and Kansas City, though, right? Like there were. I don't know if it was that close. A couple phone calls at best. Right. (laughs) 
I think it was just I don't think I think it was one email. Yeah, I mean I'm not there, but like but Zidan said no, none, no, none, no, no. And uh he will only care <laughs> like that. He friend. said it like that. No, no, but it no. just goes back no goes back. No, no, suck le no. Brazil, uh, no. Uh, uh, but this goes back to like it has a need, no. That's uh, I do not speak, and it's right. He doesn't speak English. He doesn't speak the language, so it's very interesting that the U.S. would be interested in a coach that doesn't speak English. It's very interesting. He speaks Spanish. He speaks very good Spanish, but he doesn't speak English. Like, but um, couldn't uh, he couldn't name couldn't name five players on the team most likely. Probably couldn't name three players, man. I don't know. But this goes back to what we talked about last week, where certain things are clear when it comes to the next coach, and in France. When Didier Deschamps steps down, whenever that may be, Zidane is next. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's clear. Well, there was right? there was a lot of right. There was a lot of tur- lot of uh, hoopla about all this, right? The, yeah, the, didn't I, I missed it. Oh, I should just should Google it. I saw the, article. Uh, yeah, and, well, the 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 uh, the French Federation president basically made some kind of a dismissive dismissive comment towards Zidane and being like, oh, Zidane's in Spain or what is he doing? I don't know. Who cares? We're extending Deschamps. Right. And that was enough. That was enough to spark an outcry all over, starting from uh, Kylian Mbappe and Real Madrid offered a statement basically saying, like, don't disrespect our guy. Like yeah, what an idiot. French FA president Noël Lagrette Noël Lagréat, great, 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 I don't know, has been forced to apologize for disrespectful and clumsy comments. Yeah, what's up with these old, crusty, I mean, butthole federation presidents being stupid? I don't know. It's just, it's just not, uh, uh, yeah, it, it attracts a certain type, I guess, that kind of a, that kind of a position. Lagréat has now apologized for what he describes as comments that have created, quote, unquote, Created a shitstorm. Created a shitstorm. A shit storm. Uh well, you know, poopy him. But if I'm the French president, FA president, I just keep my mouth shut. I, I would be like, it's cool, it's a Don, he's a national hero, and it's great that he's around, and that's great. But we love the yeah. Shams and the Shams, let's keep going. We love him too. I mean, I I I was not. I was personally pretty unimpressed with his coaching performance at this at this World Cup. But the Shams, yeah, yeah. And I guess uh, you know they made the they made the final. So yeah, they got second good. place. And he kept everybody <laughs> kept everybody happy. But I think I don't think uh, I don't think I would have done much worse myself. And that is not no comment on on my skills as a coach but his uh, we're adding, we're adding the shit store be like shitzel <laughs> boys said they would have if you done gave me if you give me that day. squad if you give me that squad i don't think i would have done worse than didier Deschamps. that's i'll be honest with you Bjorn. that's saying <laughs> managing mbappe and all those guys and curry benzema and all that what's the I, I well they were benzema I, that's, that's all about managing what's the man that's that's the thing was it done <clears throat> He's a very interesting choice for U.S. Mets national team coach. He's not unexperienced. He's coached Real Madrid. Not at all, yeah. And he, he coached them he three Champions League titles record. in a row. Yeah. But I that's mean, a totally different purview as to what we got going on over here. All he had to do was tell Cristiano Ronaldo and Marcelo and, and Luka Modric to, like, keep doing their thing. You know, he just had to man-manage. It's just about, like, 
telling great players. And if you yourself are a world-class player, you could communicate to other world-class players in a way that no one else can. Like, like if, if they gave Stefan that Real Madrid team, it would have been a shitstorm punch. The press would rip me apart. The players would be like, who are you? Like, fuck off. And I don't think I would have won anything with Real Madrid. I would have won any games, probably. Even if I said... You would have not... They would have lost just to be like, that guy, we just got to get rid of this guy. I we think just- so. Have you ever seen that, <laughs> like, that really great movie? <laughs> Might be a documentary where Whoopi Goldberg coaches the New York Knicks called Eddie. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I... No, I know what you're talking about. I haven't seen it. I, I, that's never... I, don't know, I, th- I, think, I think in England... A regular dude coached a team once as part of like a charity or something like that. I understand, but in real life, like if, if there was an actual Ted Lasso, because this is worse than t- if I was given if, if someone called me and said, Stefan, you're now the coach of Bayern Mission, that'd be a disaster. I wouldn't know what to say. I wouldn't I'm, just because I'm a fan doesn't mean I know what the heck really going you have on. so you have. I mean, what, what, what the I, I, me like wobbling into the dressing room. And I was like, okay, boys, uh, rise, guys. You have to uh, rise to the occasion. You'd have to project authority. You're an actor. Yeah, but all of that like, wouldn't project authority. Who the hell am I? All of that would be like, who the hell is this guy? Why are we listening to it? Like, well, I, I mean, mean in, in this in this fictitious scenario, how did you get the job? Like, Well, if the documentary Eddie starring Whoopi Goldberg, featuring Whoopi Goldberg, is any indication, <laughs> I think she was picked to shoot a three-point from the free-throw line or something. Oh, and then she got to coach the team. I think she got to coach the team. And then <laughs> she sat on the bench, and then the fans thought that was fun. I think it was a fan stunt or something. Maybe it's a fan stunt. Maybe Brian mentioned can't sell tickets. And remember when we aired that team meeting and they were mad at the managers for having Qatar sponsorship? So if, if you were actually appointed – I mean – in. in there would be some kind of scenario where somebody actually appoints you, right? So they, this right. would have to be legit really in some way. Maybe me. not maybe not based on your qualifications, but at least there'd be some reason. So he's really the is, coach. Really this is, calls me from the Cayman Islands, who's hiding a bunch of money. Right. He's like, hey, Sergeant the Caymans, rearranging a couple figure figures here and there. Your podcast, I'm a big fan of your podcast, Stefan. I love the Schitzel Boys. <laughs> I love everything about it. We're a the fact that you predicted Argentina to win, beat France in the final, means you're a shows your savant. expertise. Yeah. So we need you, Julian Nagelsmann, who's younger than you. It's not panning out. We need a guy a little older, a little more experienced in life. So I want to give you the job. Uh, Manuel Noya broke his leg, and we need a guy who makes sure guys like him don't break their legs. So. Uh, you want the job, but I'll say yes, sir. I'll take the job. And he says, Good, it pays $90 a week. And I was like, You got it. It's sort of a starter salary. Essentially, 90, well, that's already so then you've already fucked up because you can't accept that $90 a week. That's, that's they said a that's all they said that's all they could offer me. They said that's all they got in the well, then you got to say no. No, I said yes because it's an internship, it's an internship. And and Brian mentions head coach is a 36 year old intern from the United States, who's never played or coached a game in his life. Uh, or like a, at a professional level. And um, Okay. So, but this is how it's presented to the team. This is the new coach. Here he is. He's an so coach slash towel boy. So then you're so saying, so then you're saying you would not win a game? 
I will, I'll try. This team, would not, but, this team wouldn't win a game. You know what? In my defense, I would. They probably would win a couple games because they can take care of themselves. But for like, sure. I, I, but that would be my job. Be like, All right, guys, I'm here. I'm here for emotional support, but I can't give you any tactical advice. It's <laughs> no more about that than I do. Well, I mean, you would probably <laughs> find a way then to converse with the leaders of the team and figure something out. I That's don't, what I would do. I'm like, okay, this boys. is my this is my point that I'm making about Didier Deschamps. I think back in the U.S., we played three six one. I'm changing Brian mentioned to a three six one. Okay, <clears throat> I'm bringing I'm bringing the old boys back. All right, I, back three, and then six midfielders, and then one guy up top, Thomas Muller. I am I am disappointed in this 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 lack of uh, uh, this lack of confidence. Frankly. You know what? If the boys, if the team looked at me, and be like, you know what? You're a breath of fresh air. <coughs> we need a nice yes man like you, considering we can coach ourselves. We would. I'd be like, okay, cool, sounds great. I actually, I mean, yeah, I would. I mean, I would expect to get fired after three weeks, but I would give it all I had. Like I would certainly give it all. I would certainly Realistically, certainly. how many games do you think you would win? If I, if it was Bayern. How about this? Your first game as, as Bayern head coach is PSG. Or so. Isn't it? Or one of them. P, when's PSG? PSG is in February, right? Something like that. So you're the head coach of them against PSG. Yeah. How would okay. you do that? How would I, how would I, I mean, How's Hansi Flick going to do? I don't know. He might lose that game too. Hansi Flick's uh, not Hansi Flick. Uh, you I'm sorry. Um, he might lose that game too. I don't. It's not. It's, it's no guarantee. He might. But how would I coach? How would we do? They have full video analysis. They're, they've scouted us. Well, they, they have. Understand. They would have the. They would have. We would have access to those to that as well. We would have video analysis and people. Yeah, I'd be, things. yeah, I'd just be standing there watching the video and be like, wow, this looks really cool. <laughs> it's like, yeah, they uh, yeah, they got some pretty good forwards up top. You know, It's just a bunch of video of Leo Messi running around. And I'll be like, how am I supposed to analyze this? This is uh, amazing. This is, I'm, I am, I'm shocked by this. What would be your Leo Messi <laughs> plan? Okay, Bjorn, if you're the head coach of Bayern Mitchell, what would you tell, what would you plan to be against Mbappe, Leo Messi, and Neymar? What's your defensive strategy? You got you got what's Daily Blint? You got Daily Blint now or for some Well, reason? I would I not I wouldn't doing, I wouldn't change anything. You know, like Bayern, they play the they play the high line for better or worse. That's uh that's we would we would stick with that. You got a high line against Messi? Well, that's how they that's how they play. I mean, I I would probably stick with especially if I got appointed now, I would basically I would try to change as little as possible. <laughs> that's the confidence I want to hear. I want to change as little. Everything about this team has been great. I don't know what I'm doing here, so I want to make sure that no, I change. But I mean, nothing. I think I think that's uh, I think that's the uh, uh, you know that's what every any new coach, any new coach, when you come in in the middle of the season, you gotta you gotta keep what's working for sure. You're not gonna be like, oh, let's let's have all these other guys play that haven't gotten a chance before. I wouldn't do that. I would be like, I'd shake it you up. Know, I'd be like, we're bringing back Chris Richards. We're playing Taylor Booth. I'm not sure why this is upsetting me so much. This idea that you feel like you have no, you wouldn't feel confident to like give it, give it your best shot if you were, if you were given the chances to coach your team. Bjorn, like I know we're just talking here, but imagine they fly you private. 
You have to walk. Everyone's in a suit. And everyone's looking at you. Like, it, there's a lot of pressure as the head coach of a big team. Like, like so realistically, they fly you in to Seebenerstrasse. A, what would you be wearing? First off, what, what what would you choose to wear on your first day? At what am I wearing? I mean, I certainly <laughs> I feel confident. Know. I feel certainly confident that I would be better dressed than Julian Nagelsmann. <laughs> I mean, hundred percent. Okay, fine. Like, you got I that. You got no... that on him. You got that on him. You got one on him. I'm not sure. worried about that at all. <laughs> How right. would I dress? That one I'll give you. That one I'll give you. That's a good this, point. I would be. I would. <laughs> I would be in a full suit. I'll be in a full suit. Yeah, I'd probably. With a tie. Uh, well, in Germany, then, you know, they do the. Um, yeah, they do the like, Uniqlo jacket and jeans or whatever it is. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Know. The jeans and blazer kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. not worried about. Not worried about that. At all, all right. So you go with your Uniqlo jacket and jeans. You go into the dressing room. Zabenstras. They're all sitting there waiting. Thomas I mean, Miller I'm I'm looks I'm right at your face. I'm 52 years old and I'm I'm six four. I can de I definitely feel we like we gotta I fight could, these guys. I could not I, no, but I like <laughs> first thing you do. I don't think I would to the face. The I don't. Uh, you're like prison. <laughs> it's prison. Prison rules. No, it's you not fight a, the biggest guy there. It's not about. <laughs> it's not. That's not what I'm saying. But it's like I don't. Uh, uh, I'm not worried that I'm. I don't know. I would walk no, let's in. Play a scenario. You're I walking would walk in, in and feel fine. Yeah. No, but let's play it. Let's do it. It's a bunch of, it's 40 guys all with like a hundred world medals on their belt looking at you and they're all like this. And they're like, well, I mean, you? You, well, but it's not a, it's, it's not, that's not how that works, right? You walk in, you introduce yourself, you do it. You, you, ch you chat, you chat with people. I don't know. I mean, I would come up with something in the, I'm not worried about it. I don't know. Like I'm not saying I would be I would I would uh, uh be the greatest coach they ever had. I'm just I'm reacting to you like this doesn't tickle you, it seems like it seems like this fills you with fear and dread, this idea. Of course it would. I'd be ripped apart. <laughs> I'd be known forever as the guy who did that weird thing. And every five years that art magazines would hunt me wherever wherever what part of the world I'm trying to hide from. They find me in Bali, and I have to give all these comments to these magazine guys as part of this weird, huh. obscure story that happened a while back where some fan was hired to be the head coach of Bayern. You're only, you're only imagining <laughs> failure. It's so interesting. I Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think I think this would be the funnest I thing. I love your I comments. Know. I love how you're like, when I'm a head coach, we're winning – Title upon title. I mean, I don't. Coach. I'm not saying that. I definitely, I, I you know, I'm certainly would expect to struggle big time. <laughs> not, not saying that at all, but like the idea is is uh, titillating. I mean, I yeah. would love, I would love it. And it's funny that you said the clothes clothes thing. Like is that that's what Julian <laughs> Julian got going for. So it's obvious. I'm just offering the fact that you think about a lot of things, a lot of different things. <laughs> Yeah, he clearly spends a lot of time. <laughs> In his defense, I think he just gets a bunch of stuff from Adidas. They're like the suppliers, they where things. is it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I would wear. A, I would go Bayern, Bayern Munich tracksuit. Yeah, I would go in wearing that exact Adidas Letterman jacket. Like I, I'd try to copy his dress <laughs> and walk in just to make it. I'd, I'd try to look just like Julian Nagels. 
I would try to offer them as little change as possible. <laughs> I was like, I need to look like this guy. So maybe some of them think they never got a new coach. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, anyway, that was fun. Um, <laughs> so how do you uh, think? Here we go. Let's say Zidane Zidane said yes to coach of the U.S. Men's National Team. What? What's that? What would that be like? Do you think? Uh, it would be wild. I don't. I. It's so hard to imagine. I mean, like I said, I don't think he really knows the roster, knows the people very well. I would expect there to be a lot of changes, most likely. I mean, I would yeah. expect of the starting eleven. You think? Um, I mean, I probably, yeah, probably. Um, just because it would really be clean slate, I don't think he would have any preconceived notions about anyone. And yeah, so- I mean, I'm not too worried about that because, like, is this racist of me or like weird of me? Not really, but like, <laughs> I-, I would be worried that if I were like, say, the head coach of Scotland or something. I wouldn't. I can't tell Scottish and English players apart, so I wouldn't know how to, like, know who's Scottish and who is. You know what I'm saying? Like, there are those, like, like, like you know, I, there's an assistant there doing that. Like, there's there's some sort of system that what, makes you it wouldn't, easier. You th- do you think? Zidane or if I were the head coach, Zidane would try to coach. call in. He would try to call in Mbappe and Messi, and he'd be like, "No, no, coach. also not." Also, no. what about ben, what about Benzema? No, no, also not American. What about Cristiano Ronaldo? His son's American. Uh, no, but like, if I were the head coach of Mexico, I'd be looking at the Mexican league and be like, "Oh, that guy's good," and I'd be like, "Oh, he's Colombian." I'm like, "Well, that guy's good." It's like, "Well, he's Argentinian." Like, well, that guy's. Can we get him? It's like, no, he's Peru. You know what I mean? I, that would worry. Yeah, someone I guess like they this. would be. I guess they would, I would be have to of, know there'd be some of that. They, he would have to get some help. Yeah, with that. There's some sort of system. But there's like you know, there's like websites and stuff that have. That's what I'm saying. People. Like that could be. I think there's people for that. That's an easy but problem. <laughs> it's an easy problem to solve. Yeah, you can just look that up. You know, look up on the right. But so that said, even on his phone, even while he could even do that, even if he didn't have help, he could do that on his phone. He could watch a game, be like, "Oh, what about this guy?" He could look and he's like, "Ah, Swiss." Yeah, he's Canadian or something. (laughs) Yeah, but uh, you know, but but the other thing is that that's a very interesting coach's profile because (laughs) Zidane has a very short stint as a very successful coach, but again for a very successful team, and this U.S. Job is almost completely unrelated to that. It's like a totally different job, right? Very much so. It's yeah. like uh, we we I think a coach's profile is someone who does well with like mid level teams, someone who punches above their weight is who we need. We need we need whoever coached Sevilla for five years. We need a guy like that, which I think is Julian Lopetegui, isn't it? Who was interested in the job a few years ago? Um. Uh, he's in Sevilla. No, he's somewhere. He went somewhere else. He's in. Uh... This was a few years ago. You remember yeah, how, yeah. like, every year the final of the Europa Liga was was always Sevilla. He coaches Aston Villa now, right? Is doesn't he? Maybe. Yeah. Anyway, um, but you know what I'm saying. I think that's our profile. We need a coach like that. Yeah, I mean, it also seems. Um, I mean, it seems like just sort of, you know, when you get the inside look at the. At, at U.S. soccer, it doesn't seem like this is approached with a lot of sophistication necessarily. No. I think I think it's uh, 
it's like, oh, we had an American guy and we should know the next guy should be European. I think it's sort of it's sort of like that. And then that's kind of the extent of it. And then they kind of start at the top of the list to see who they can get. And everybody likes Zidane, so he's the first one they call. And I don't know. Was, I don't know. I mean, Roberto Martinez. Roberto like Martinez got uh, got hired. Portugal, Portugal just got hired by Portugal. I'm like, what is? How how does he keep getting away with this? He's got and, great and yeah, Didier Deschamps got extended. It's like I don't. I would not hire either of these these guys to. I wouldn't want either of these two dudes to coach NYCFC. Which they would never do anyway. But uh, uh, I mean, that's just me. I but I think at that's federation. Let's go level, back. These let's go back not... a quick second. Let's go back a quick second, and let's just acknowledge the fact that you would rather have Nick Cushing coach NYCFC than Roberto Martinez or Didier Deschamps. Is that yeah, true? That's true. That's bonkers to me, especially Roberto Martinez. Like, I know you could poo poo but the dude is a high level experienced coach. And MLS is a different level. It's just, it's he a has step not, below. Tell so. me, where has he done Where has he done particularly well as a coach? Wigan. Are, he won the FA is... Cup with Wigan. Okay. Yeah. Everton. I mean, Cup, he did decent at Everton. Small, sauce, small Everton. sample size, right? Small Cup, sample Cup, size. Cup uh, FA, I mean, cups are like, that's not a huge, like a cup, you know, you get lucky you win a cup. Well, it's a, it's an accomplishment. Wigan, though, with Wigan, he did okay. That. Maybe fair. that FA Cup. What do you want? Leagues Cup, or he's the final in the FA Cup. He did something with Wigan, but but that's exactly the kind of profile we're looking for. What what does the U.S. national team play other than cups? They're a cup team, right? All national teams are cup teams. So a guy with great cup experience is a pretty decent shout for that. But anyway, you said well, what has Nick Cushing done? He won the Champions League with Man City women. Why is that funny? That's that's funny. You, you, you give that all the thing of the world versus a guy who won FA Cup with He has I mean he has proven he has uh well this is obviously my personal opinion and my personal observation from I I have found Nick Cushing to be creative and able to solve problems that present himself tactically and in terms of personnel and uh, and adapt on the job um, and have sort of ideas that are that are that solve problems i i wouldn't say that about either of these other two i think they both have incredible squads that they've that have underachieved under their under their tutelage yeah they should have brought us in <laughs> but yeah, so Wigan Athletic won the FA Cup in 2013. I mean, that is quite an achievement. I'll tell you, that's. I mean, FA Cup's always won by one of the bigger teams. That's nice. The smaller team does it. But um, yeah, anyway. So yeah, uh, what were you saying? I interrupted with your with your. Uh, uh, no, I think that was it. I think I, I said what I wanted to say. So although I, it's uh, been although it's been a couple days, oh, it's kind of all over. Right. What? What are you going to say? You want to say your thing first? I was about to lead into the... No, please go ahead. So the man talking point, in addition to the Zidane US, part of me thinks they did that just to distract us a little bit. Part of me thinks they, like, get that out of there, get them talking about something else. Because uh, last Monday, I released an episode. Our episode was called Radio Silence from US Soccer. Yeah. And the next day, 
And we were wondering, it was we were wondering, yeah, we and were then, wondering what is happening with Burhal, what is happening with the January camp. We had all kinds of questions about uh, the future. Ne the next day, Greg Berhalter releases his own personal statement that he's under investigation for domestic violence abuse against his wife. And people are like, what? How did, who knew that? And I'm just like, what do you mean who knew that? The only other people that are around that were there, the Reynas. And sure enough, the next day it was admitted that the Reina, Lady Reina, Mother Reina, Danielle Reina, Lady Reina. Uh, Lady Reina, yeah. <laughs> Call Dirty I mean, Stewart. It is, it is Shakespearean, it's isn't very it? very Shakespearean. Yeah. Call Dirty Stewart is like, you know, this dude who benched my son, he beat his wife 30 years ago. In case you're curious what kind of man he is. Bye and hung up. Which is very... <laughs> this is how we had not we had not i don't think we had heard the exact uh transcript of this conversation this is you heard it here first this is exactly how that went i mean they're old buds so it probably was <laughs> something like that uh and then yeah. greg berhalter released a statement where he's like yeah i kicked my wife in the legs and i don't know about you well no like, that was i don't first. think that's what he happened he said that first, and he... Yeah, and then later, the next day, it was admitted. Then, then Danielle Reyna called on the 11th or something. Anyway, long story short, I thought it was over, but 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 Lady Reyna had another trick up her sleeve and went in there and fended for her son. Now, <clears throat> it's embarrassing all around for the adults, for the Bear Helters and the Reynas. It's very embarrassing for Gio Reyna. If I'm him, I'll be like, all right, mom, enough. It's like, stop. It's like, I need I need to go play soccer. and I need my, my career starting. I got to relax a little bit. They're being very protective of their child, which is a little weird to me. However, if it's true, Greg Bearhalter isn't a big, like, he could suffer from this. Like, it's still not over. That's not, not, not over now. Because the U.S. soccer has a lawyer, law firm investigating it or whatever. And if it's true, which it is, because he admitted it, uh, and the extent of it, though, he's still being a little dilly-dally about. If that's true, then, like, I don't think he should work in U.S. soccer ever again, right? If you have a domestic abuse past or, I don't know, like, as crazy as it is, Danielle Reyna won. She's like, as, as weird as it is, if that stuff is true, then it is to be taken into consideration, right? Um, so... I don't know. I'm seeing your face being like, no, you like it when they beat the women. You don't care. And... <laughs> yes. Are you pro-abuse or anti-abuse? <laughs> of course. The only, uh, the, only other, the only other opinion one could have would be pro-abuse. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that's just a summary. I did it quick because we talked about it ad nauseum and, and all this just sad embarrassing for everybody involved, really. It's just like I mean, lose, I lose, had... lose. So I I uh, but then yeah, I, I texted Bjorn about oh, it. Oh, here we go. Okay. Then Bjorn said, "I'll fill you in on Monday." Is what he said. <laughs> and I was like, "Whoa, what kind of insider info does Bjorn have?" So Bjorn, the floor is yours, my friend. What do you got for me? What do you got? For me? <laughs> I don't. I don't have any. I don't have any insider info. I mean, when I had some momentum at that point, you know, I, I, I what I was going to offer is I have. I have a little bit of, uh, I have a, a tiny little bit of coaching experience. Uh, you know, when my son was young, I was coaching uh, little kids in ASO and and St. Francis soccer, and and you know, the soccer parent is a is a particular is a particular species, or the sports parent in general. 
right. and uh, mom, it right. does not it does not it does not bring out it does not bring out the best in people and i I've, i sometimes say that i have not made uh, i have not made a single friend in all my in my years of being a soccer parent uh, uh, to my, because it's like, you know, the people just get weird and, and every once in a while I would meet somebody and be like, oh, this, he seems like a nice, he seems like a nice guy. And we would have a little chat before the game. And then like three minutes in, he would like jump up and scream at the referee in defense of his like 11 year old. And I was like, oh, okay, fine. We will not be friends either because he's also insane. So this is how I sort of looked at the whole thing. It's like soccer parenting taken to the absolute max. This is like, right. uh, you know, so, oh, you fuck with, and it's always, you know, the child can do no wrong. These children, right. you know, I had parents, I've had these talks with, you know, and in my case, these children were little, right? This was, we're right. talking about six, seven, Six, seven-year-olds. I mean, eleven-year-olds. I was just a parent. I wasn't even coaching then. I think the, mm -hmm. the the oldest that the oldest kids that I ever coached were like eight, seven, or eight. And I would have people, you know, parents come to me and say, you know, you keep playing my son as a defender, and he really that is not his position. He is a striker. And I would say he's six. Is a six-year-old just talking about right, right? And I would say like your son. <laughs> stops playing when a plane flies over and he stops <laughs> and watches the plane go by okay we're not talking about Lionel Messi here you know but this is the this is the nature of the the nature of the sports pair the sport you have my son you have my son the playing with the a deep child forward he's the more child, of a target exactly player. all the children are are god's gift to the sport and 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 everybody else coaches teammates other parents just conspire to stand in the way of this child fully expressing its God-given talent. So it's never, there's never anything wrong. The responsibility, responsibility always lies with everybody else. So I definitely... Uh, Hi, my son is a, is a sweeper keeper. So <laughs> I know he wanders like, away from the box. I mean, like, and people thing. like with a straight face, you know, say these things. And I'm like, are you, do you listen to yourself? <laughs> anyway, and... Uh, when my son uh, left the field to go to that Nathan's <laughs> hot dog stand to buy peanuts, yeah, they're the game. The that was just decision. him. He's just being a libero. He's just that's what he's like. He wanders, <laughs> so let my son wander, okay? Yeah, it's exactly. You should be team captain. And uh, um, yeah, I mean, just wild, right? These and so I have to say, I this whole this whole uh, um, it gave you this PTSD. whole story. I could not, I yeah. could not, I could not help but side with with Greg Berhalter as like, what the fuck are these parents? They will just stop at nothing. I know I mean, it is weird, isn't it? It's not, I mean, and, uh, and these, uh, the funny thing about that, these people all play the world cups. These aren't like, well, these and it's also, bats. I mean, these are so like that was, so this is, this is point, right? So that was, that was my, it's not insider information, but that was my take. Take number one was, this is just soccer parenting gone gone even wilder than I've experienced. <laughs> and the other the other side of it, if you're saying this should have consequences, this will have consequences. I mean, we can talk about the, the details of, of that, but it's uh, um, clearly this is not these people, you know, Danielle Reyna was a roommate with Greg Berlter's now wife. This right. is not out of a concern 
for the issue. This is not like, no, oh, she knew no, this for not. 30 plus. She knew this for 30 plus yeah. years and has been sitting yeah, yeah. and they've been friends. Claudio Reyna was the best man at his at his wedding. Right, they it's not like it. it's not yeah. like uh, uh, oh, this was just weighing on me and I had to get it off my chest. No, no. it's just vindictive. It's just purely, right. purely. Uh, uh, it was used as a weapon against. Yeah, and yeah. and right. Gio and uh, Claudio Reyna. Also, this is another. I guess this is my other part of my inside my inside view. You know, Claudio Reyna was in charge uh, uh, at NYCFC during the mm -hmm. whole kind of David Villa um, intern sexual harassment situation uh, where he, he he was not particularly, it didn't seem like he was uh, uh, particularly concerned in, in, you know, disclosing all of that information publicly. So, the uninitiated, because I only remember this, I think, very, very slightly. Was she like a, she was like a physio intern? What's the Yeah, situation? yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, like, and then he like was too aggressive, or he was yeah, too, he, he was like, just he... very much sort of in her face, and like she complained about it, and really was just told to kind of suck it up, basically. Oh, yeah. and he uh, um, and uh, then she tweeted about it, and then there it became it became. There's a very good, it's a very good story actually that that uh, tells her side of the story. That was in but the Claudia Atlantic. Reyna was part of the cover-ups. Claudia Reyna was was I mean. I don't, you know, like I'm not, you know, I wasn't there. I, I can't say what what specifically he did, but he certainly wasn't, you know, like there was uh, there was definitely an effort to keep this quiet, right? And uh, so, you know, he doesn't have particularly great credentials as a as an advocate for this issue. So, right, uh, those th that was that was my reaction, and now I guess I've talked myself into into it a little bit now with a, with a few days removed i just the whole thing is just sort of sad and and uh uh yeah and just sort of just terrible all around and i i, I don't know um uh yeah i think um i mean i think yeah i'm definitely not one to to minimize or i, I you know you're saying uh, am i pro abuse i'm not i'm definitely i'm not pro I'm <laughs> no not you're pro right abuse. by the way Daniel Reyna is the atomic soccer mom. Yeah. Right? All that. So so you're right in all that. However, despite her like despite her pulling a dirty fast one and throwing her friend on the bus, I can also offer a little insight with my experience in addition to this as well, which I'll get to in all a right. second. Uh, uh, despite all that, despite being dirt tactics, despite, like you said, being very weaponized and vindictive. It, it turned out to be correct. So so there is going to be some blowback from that, right? So you think to yourself, can Greg Berhalter, who announced he wants to be the coach moving forward, can he be the coach moving forward now, do you think? I mean, I don't think – I don't – I was saying in a in – a, uh, uh, in a text to somebody the other – I mean, this was 31 years ago. He was 18 years old. I mean, they've they clearly worked it out. I mean, right. even Danielle Reyna says that they everybody forgave him, and you know it, it should should be all water under the bridge. And uh, I don't think this is this should be disqualifying. I don't think. I mean, of course, it's a subject that people should take seriously, especially right now. U.S. Soccer is dealing with all this stuff that happened in the 
NWSL. So it's not, it's certainly not something that they can just sort of dismiss. I understand that. But I think the, the, the details of this, I was saying to somebody via text a little, it's like starting Jesus Ferreira uh, against the Netherlands is a bigger reason to fire him than, than this. I think, I think there's other, if you want to, if you want to get rid of them, you can, you can find better reasons than this. How about, how about all that's good. What's it like moving forward with Gio Reyna? How awkward is that? Yeah. I mean, that's going to be awkward. That's going to be awkward. It's going to be awkward. I mean, I think that's this is the this is the the um I would if I'm US soccer, I would hire a new coach just for the sake of a clean slate. I'm like just because yeah. of but on the other hand, I don't do you want to reward this kind of behavior? Like if they were ready to extend him before this, then they I would not I do not want to reward that kind of behavior. I mean, but also I wouldn't um I wouldn't. He is a consideration legally or whatever, uh, but I would just say thank you. He did great. He was a good coach for us. We're moving on, uh, I want to say despite we've actually forgiven him for the thing, it's just that we feel moving on. We need to play with more European acumen or something like that. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, whatever. I think. I mean, I think the a case. Yeah, we've talked about that before. A case the the, be the, the other side of that is: Would you extend him? Just to prove to someone that they can't get away with something like I that. I know it's That's a tough. I mean, bad. of course, of course, Worse now, of course, now this, the whole, whatever, however, this decision goes, will be completely linked to this in extra. I mean, inevitably. So they're 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 doomed either way. That's you're probably right about that. I would say. I mean, the other the lose my, lose my yeah. last. Yeah, I mean, it is a lose lose for everyone, and I guess my last. Um, my last takeaway from it is the, it's just these these the the um incestuous is not the word but like the small the small circle really that is US soccer you know right. like you were these are all they're all friends everybody knows each other right and it's sort of you know to them it's like this sort of like yeah Ernie Stewart he's an old pal you text him you're like well this guy you know it's like you're just being on your group chat. You're like, well, he should not right. be giving my kid any shit. Like he wasn't such an angel when he was, you know, like it's all sort of, but when you, when, when brought to the light, to the light and like publicly dissected, it, it has, it takes on a different, it takes on a different feel and it's embarrassing for everybody. I think Rick Berlta already has said, if he had known this was going to come out, he wouldn't have told that story about Gio. Oh, in this, that's a whole other thing. This event. At this, well, you. Us. This is we were we we disagree on this. You were like he there knew what so he was many doing. Others, I'm like there's so many other stories to tell. Why not the Weston McKenney story? Why the listen, you know it's okay. I so he he, re was, he regrets that. He says he regrets he regrets doing oh, that. I think Danielle no, Reyna. He, he only regrets it because it egged Daniel Reyna exposed his abuse. I guess it had nothing he, to do with and, and the well-being of the, his players. We're 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 we are. Uh, uh, we're just playing out what we knew all along. In the end, no no minds will be changed. Whatever your opinion about it, also Rick came Berlter. out that Claudio Reyna cut his son from Austin FC a while back. People are saying that's kind of how it started. So this is this before. is punishment. So he was upset about that. I don't. Okay, but it's all. But you know, U.S. soccer is too much of a boys' club. It's always been, and they've always tried to fight it. But I think that's. Day, it's I think that's what it is. Guys hanging out. And they have a we, very sort of casual, you know. Have, they they all they all text and and right. and talk to each other, and it's it's kind of easy to have these conversations. And but you know, like you don't, 
the soccer pit, you know, this, this, this kind of stuff does not bring out the best in people. And I think everybody's probably, yeah, it's just embarrassing. It's embarrassing for all involved. And, and, uh, um, yeah, I guess we can all extend a little, a little as much grace and kindness to everyone. I mean, I will say I was a fan of Claudio. You know, like I thought when he was at NYCFC, we met Claudio Reyna a couple times at events. Always was a, a very, you know, an amicable guy. And I mean, this definitely has changed my, changed my opinion. Uh, right. For the worse. Yeah, like, I don't think. I don't think that's. Uh, I don't think that's cool. And. Uh, the other aspect of this is they're very, very protective of their son, and as a lot of people know, they yeah. lost. And I think their other that's son. their other son, right, died. right, right. Yeah, yeah a lot of child, but... right, and a lot of yeah, yeah, exactly. And 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 Giorena also, yeah, we we um, absolutely very, very good point to bring up. Giorena also went through. He talked about how he really struggled during his injury, had some mental health issues. It was a hard year for them. Yeah, or hard, right. hard couple years. Um, and uh yeah so it's it's um yeah it's 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 uh, it's it's always easy it's it's easy to judge you know when you're like when you're just sitting at home and you listen to all this and you're just oh my god what a shit show and it's but it's in the end it's i in the end i was just left feeling feeling sad for everyone because yeah like you're saying everybody's living with this now you know whatever and then whatever the actual, whatever the consequences are, we'll see if Greg Burrell... I mean, the, the other little piece of news that we didn't know a week ago is that he said he would like to keep right. the job, right? We did not... that We hadn't heard that. However, prior. the next month... I, I bought tickets to both games, by the way. So I'm going to Serbia mm -hmm. and Colombia. We'll be there. They will be coached under Anthony Hudson. The assistant right. coach is now the head coach on an interim basis. So right. Greg is not the coach right now. Contractually, yeah, because his else. contract is expired, and I guess expired, and they extended and, his assistant while this investigation is going on. I guess right, right, I and I guess then maybe they are reaching out to Zidane and other and other options. Yes. So it's also a question of who's who Franz else is available. I think Franz Beckenbauer, Thomas Reis, maybe Stefan Schnitzel. Hopefully, oh, no, if we, if we no. want to win, any, any, anyone else but that. No, no, that I would do. That I would do well. <laughs> it's not by much as the U.S. I'm like, oh, all right, morons. The bar is much lower. You're like, yeah, yeah. Anybody can right. do that. All right, this isn't the bench in Italy anymore. Okay, this is the real <laughs> game. This is this is a we're playing El Salvador, baby. Playing the real boys. Uh, I'm sick I'm, and tired I'm, of you treating uh... them like a tough team. They're easy. Go beat them, and then boom, we win. <laughs> uh, so I got the other. Sorry, <laughs> I want to talk. A, I want to talk more about soccer, Daddy, with you in a bit. But first things first. The other bit of so your perspective is from Soccer Daddy from AYSO, founded by the great Rick Davis, if I'm not mistaken, former New York Cosmos and Pele's teammate. Uh, but I am from North Carolina, and in North Carolina, there's a city called Chapel Hill, Chapel mm -hmm. Hill, North Carolina. It's where UNC Chapel Hill is. There is a Chapel Hill behavior and mentality. And there's a Chapel Hillian air of arrogance. Uh, I don't like people from Chapel Hill. They don't like me. It's just a thing. <laughs> people from Chapel Hill are the way they are. They, they, they act like they're the smartest people in the world, and they love the smell of their own farts. But they have nothing to show for. It's just a behavior. They, it's not Harvard. You ain't Harvard. I know people <laughs> from the Ivy League. They're way less confident and cocky than people from Chapel Hill. 
the community theater of Chapel Hill, the community theater of Raleigh, North Carolina, does the music. The community theater of Chapel Hill, North Carolina, does a modern adaptation of old French texts they found from the 1600s. This is not an exaggeration. And this is bad. That's that's. This that's... is real. Yeah. Why that? What the hell? What's up with you? What the? Just go do the music, man. What the fuck? They are pretentious. What the hell? It's a saying. community. They're very it's very a pretentious, pretentious. Pretentious community. All right. Yeah, and, and I've known many people in comedy and acting. When they act a certain way, I'm like, it takes me a second. I'm like, oh, you know what? That person's from Chapel Hill. And nine times out of ten, I'm correct. I can sniff the behavior of a Chapel Hillian from a mile away. Anyway, I bring that up because Greg Berhalter went to UNC Chapel Hill. His behavior is that of a Chapel Hillian. He has a Chapel Hillian behavior. Mm. And all this stuff happened in Chapel Hill. And this the, the behavior of them doing this, to me, is very Chapel Hill behavior. Mixed with little dirty jurors, because we're all from mm. Jersey. Mixed with dirty jurors. So the behavior, it, it does not disappoint when I see... There's a video of Greg Bearhalter on YouTube with GQ, the 10 things he could do without. Talks about his custom knives, his custom shoes, and all that dumb crap that dehumanism makes me hate him more. <laughs> That's Chapel Hill. I could smell. That's Chapel Hill 101. I could smell Chapel Hill for oh, a mile away. Oh, my God. Bjorn, when you travel, do you travel with your knives or your cooking knives that you no, demand? No, that you custom? Of course you don't because you're a human being. I don't being. do a lot. Who the hell travels with of, cooking knives? Don't do a lot what? of cooking. You have custom shoes that you've designed, a hundred of them from Nike in your closet? No. No, because you're a regular human being. Anyway, that's my perspective. <laughs> I see. Well, pe people not from Hill North Carolina. Connection. That's a Chapel Hill behavior. And you know what else is another funny stat that someone texted me? In the last 25 years, U.S. soccer has only had one person not from the New York, New Jersey area. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Coach. And that man? Maybe that's Jorgen uh, Klinsmann. Jorgen Klinsmann. Yeah, not, that worked out well. <laughs> Everybody else, Bruce, Bob, and Greg, and Sarakin, I guess, I think because he's from Rochester, I think, are from the New York, New Jersey area. Those are all a bunch of that's that's who we have. That's just are those are our coaches. I want a new coach just to be someone who's not from New York or New Jersey for a change. That's all. That's all I want. That's all. Sounds I want. good. Yeah, not yeah, someone we'll from California. More, more will be revealed. Yeah. So anyway, now I want to go back into this thing with the, with the with the soccer parenting and stuff. What do you think? Is that related to maybe the cost? Like if I spend five thousand dollars a year on my son playing. Would I be egging on the coach to play it more, do you think? Or what is that? No, ASO's basically free. I don't think. Uh... Well, then what's the mentality of that? Like, why, why is 100% of the parents like, my kid needs to play? <laughs> like, what is that, do you think? Um, and when you were a parent, did you ever feel that? Like, what's your perspective as a parent? I mean, I definitely would. I got into, I got into it a couple times with people. You get protective. I mean, this is the, this is the, 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 um, I almost want to say the basic the the basic uh, uh, conflict of humanity, right? Or, or especially these days, when you look at the world on Twitter versus the world how it actually works, right? Like I understand intellectually that my children, I I can't make an argument, a moral argument that my children deserve better treatment than other children. I think, you know, my children are not 
different from other children. However, to me, they're extremely different. I would uh, uh, do things for my children that I would not do for anybody else's children. I would like to see them. I would like to see them succeed. I feel like they deserve things. So I think that's the basic. That's the basic problem, right? Like if you're on, uh, like we have these this kind of you know, the world of policy and moral code and, and rules and regulations and how to run a soccer federation and what blah, 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 all these things where, you know, everybody has the same chance and and uh, uh, we're all the same. But then when we're parents, not everybody's the same. We're like responsible for these tiny humans. And then we go nuts sometimes. I think I think that's what it is. And then, but then when, when, when that, then, when that, then, those incidents get, get get brought into the world of rules and policy. It's embarrassing. You're like, yeah, I know. I know you should not right. act that way. I understand. I understand if everybody did that, the world would collapse. I understand that was stupid. It's like, you know, driving. Sometimes you get upset. Oh, yeah. And you know this is not your, you know, that you know this is not your best moment. But, you know, here we are. So I think, I think, it's, I think it's that. You can't What's defend realer? it. What's realer? What's which brain is realer? The, the the we need to commit to policy, or the or the like. Um, fuck you, play my son. The lizard brain, the emotional creatures think, that we are. I think they're both. I think they both. I think the lizard brain will will always win short term. I think the lizard brain is always stronger in the moment. Uh, because that goes that goes into very like it goes into primal stuff like survival and you know it it, it plugs into mm. stuff that has an enormous urgency, you know like I would have you know when when uh, so um, it's related to parent it's like a parent's brain yeah it's like if you're a parent that's a new part of your brain that you have and that enacts that overrides oh it's everything. totally hormonal I had a it's funny we're talking about but I had I had a um, I, I felt that viscerally in a way that I did not expect. Like when my right. son was born, when my son was born and it was immediate, it was like, uh, uh, he was like an hour old or whatever. And, and Paige, my wife was, was nursing him in the bed. And I had like the surge of whatever it was hormonal. So I was like, I'm going to, I have to circle this bed and I have to fend off wild animals coming at it. Like it was a, like I've never felt anything like that in my life. Right. I am not, you know, <laughs> traditionally an alpha type, you know, dude or picking fights with people. No, but like I felt, I felt that urgency in a way that I haven't. And then, yeah, if then on the soccer field, like some other kid uh, uh, goes after my son or then his dad will like say something. I'm like, yeah, you lose. Your wait, 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 yeah. Give me, we don't think it's, but I'm like, because I'm not a parent, so I'm very curious about this. Like, if it w did you have a parent where he told his son to like, "Hey, break the leg of that guy's son"? Is, is it gonna be like, "Go break his well, leg"? No, I mean these are these are eight year these are eight year olds, so it's uh, um, it wasn't quite like that. But there's always, I mean, it's it's very it's you know, sports is our substitute for war, right? So it always right. gets very it gets very tribal, and even the fucking you know the all the super mellow park slope dudes get uh, you know get get pretty riled up and like yeah if there's some and it always spills over there's some you know the kids get into it for whatever it is there's a bad foul or somebody is the other thing that's another layer uh, 
especially around here is that there's really no expertise like the the a lot of the parents don't know the game at all so they're just taking whatever their their kids tell them uh as gospel the kid will say like oh that ref sucks or like this and the parents are like oh the ref sucks and this and there's no you know there's never any perspective of saying you know listen calm down this is not so yeah things get a hand and uh i wonder if there's a brooklyn aspect of that too <laughs> because i played so, youth soccer so I much being that crazy. oh just brooklyn you know new york new york has a behavior new york has the the, the behavior of new york uh for the listeners at home is like we don't have any physical space so we'll give everyone mental space kind <laughs> of so like you can say and do whatever you want to a guy in front of you like no one cares like you're allowed to say whatever oh, you, you mean want, like people so. have more I don't know. I think the, the more the more fearless, the more distant. Where in the South, that's not the case. In the South, everybody you have to say hi and bye. You have to know, have to know everybody. People have a more, but I think I mean I think that's supposedly that way too. Like you start out, you're like, oh, everybody's you know, oh, the kids yeah. are playing soccer, everything's fine, and then something happens, and everybody loses their shit. I mean, I think it's a it's also not just a New York problem. I think. No, you get that everywhere. Uh, I think and referees, referee, referee, right? All sports, stage yeah, yeah. moms, right? For sure, stage moms right, right, come right. from though. Like my daughter is, but the it's like it's it's yeah. it's parenting. Right. You know, parenting brings that thing out in you, and then when there's any kind of competitive aspect to it, then it gets it gets amplified. Yeah, I don't have that experience because when I was young, my dad would drop me off in the baseball field on the wrong day and just drive away and be and like, "Have fun," because he didn't know what date it was. And I would just wander around by myself. I, I had the opposite experience <laughs> your parents, of a parent being very protective of me. Right, right. Yeah. But most regular kids don't have that. Most no, that was that was true for me. Off. That was that yeah. was true for me too. That was true yeah. for me too. My parents had very little interest in my sports. So it might be a German well. thing. Maybe, yeah. Um, or not. I mean, I don't know. I like I defend that. I'd rather it was. We yeah, had some. I, I mean, definitely there. It's in Germany. There was some of that too, but it was not not quite like here. Anyway, I remember. Yeah, that was my out crying because I was clearly not. I wasn't supposed to be there that day. Wondering mm. where all the people with my. I was the only guy with my colored jersey on. I just walked right into a dugout and I start crying. <laughs> like, what's up, bud? I said, yeah, I, don't, oh, I think yeah. you guys are here tomorrow. And then I just sat there quietly. After an hour or two, and then my dad came back. And then he came back. And I'm like, wrong day. He's like, oh, yeah, oh, that sucks. Anyway, let's go back or whatever. <laughs> that was the one time he ever dropped me off for a soccer game. Let's go for a baseball game ever. Um, so, yeah, my my parents did not have that. <laughs> but most other parents have it. Right? But no, I'm yeah. curious if that has an effect, the way you pay. Because, you know, here in the country, we have, I mean, development. My, I went to visit my nephew during the holidays. My nephew's 13 years old. Mm-hmm. And he said that the soccer coach wouldn't put him on the team because he's too short, so he told me. Mm-hmm. And this was at his elementary school or something. Granted, I don't know if the story is real or you know, may, maybe he's exaggerating a little bit. But I, I, I believe it. And to me, that freaking infuriates the crap out of me. I'm just like, this is why we'll never win a World Cup. <laughs> it's like that phrase right there. Because it's like, this is short, the problem. Yeah. It's like the best players and soccer has done, like, God, it's just, it just triggers me so much. I mean, Messi, Maradona, Pele, these are not big guys. These are the small folks. Soccer has nothing to do with size, but here in this country, yeah, there's all kinds our coaches of- are too stupid. 
So they just but want they big must dudes be. who could muscle people out and get headers to get results, which is also not the point. Like, like youth soccer should have nothing to do with titles at all. It should only right. have to do with uh, 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 leaning into development and, and good play behavior. It should lead into yeah, but it's, it's a good right foot. Let's make it even a better right foot. It's That's hard it. to, it's hard to, uh, you know, like, I mean, we just are, com- as humans, we're competitive by nature. It's like, I mean, I the ASIL, the ASIL, the ASIL philosophy is extremely um, inclusive, right? It's everybody plays. There's like a rule, you know, you can't have, you know, everybody gets the same playing time. There's not going to be, you know, blah, blah, blah. But it still doesn't matter. People still get people yeah. still get worked up. Like it's just it's it, it's it's just how it works. Yeah. Anywho, what else we got? Um, NYC like not much of the but is the NYC no nothing. Sean Johnson was seen courtside at a Toronto Raptors game yesterday. Yeah. So that Are you about to lose Sean Johnson, do you think? I think we it's might. Terrible. Why? Go side him. Just like we we lost well, Aaron Long's going to LAFC, by the way. Yep. Aaron Long's coming here. Good on for LAFC. Gareth Bale announced his retirement to the shock retired. of He's done. no one. It's only gonna uh, go only gonna golf now. Golf now. Although in his defense, it seems like his legs were done. Right, I think he was because like people are like, oh no, he's faking it during the World Cup. He'll be back. It's like, nah, no, he, his le- his his legs were done, weren't they? His knees were done. Um, he probably has the most goals per minute, like the most use per minute ratio in MLS history. Right? He was at LAFC I mean, for six I months. I mean, how, played what five way, minutes to score the winning goal. Out. What a way to go out! I mean, you know, got to. He's, he's an LAFC legend, even though he only played for like twenty. Minutes. Talk about quit while you're ahead. Yeah, worth yeah. every penny, definitely. Worth, definitely worth every penny. Good on them. I mean, oh, it's right. Sorry, LAFC. It's raining. Sorry, in Los Angeles, it's raining. <laughs> LAFC is raining. It's raining it's players. Raining. It's raining players on your house. I'm telling you, LA has been raining a storm last two weeks, which is very unusual here in the desert. And I hear it really loudly now. So we're getting in LA, people don't know what rain is. So they're just like, people outside panic. is wet. Do we, like, <laughs> where do we this? go? It's like uh, inside, my friends, inside. Um, yeah. So uh, New York Red Bulls, still a lot of nothing. Corey Burke, they finally finalized the last yeah, one well, we- but. We signed, an, we signed an 18-year-old right back, and we have uh, we got somebody from FC Cologne, too. I saw that, too, but he's coming American, back. Right? He's American. He, yeah, yeah, he played uh, uh, in Stanford, maybe, in college somewhere. Yeah, I don't know if he a, if he's going to be a, a – if if this is an MLS Next Pro signing or if it's actually going to be it's, – it's, it felt a little bit like, you know, he'll probably play for NYCFC, too. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what the what the future holds. Yes, Sean Johnson might be gone. I don't know. It seems who would be your new keeper if he leaves? Why would you get rid of Sean Johnson? Good question. Uh, there was somebody. There was somebody on NYCFC Twitter who said who had the who had the take that I just I was just shocked by. Who's saying, "Well, this is finally this is a good move because Barraza is backup." Is, has such potential and he really needs to get out of the way so that we can we can play him and I don't know about yeah, it's bad mentality my just like think, with the Red Bulls getting rid of Aaron Long if you have a really great player especially like a homegrown player a domestic player pay him keep like Aaron Long all he wanted was I think a million dollars or something 
It's like, yeah, if Walker Zimmerman's getting a million dollars, Aaron Long's get a million dollars. Yeah. Pay the man. Well, the the and Sean yeah, John just I don't know. I mean, Cup. I think He's the, the best I think keeper at MLS. So pay the him. Ca- pay the, the 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 case. The, the case in the other direction is to say, you know, he's he's 33, so but he's a goalkeeper. But he's a goal, he's a goalkeeper, right? And he has you know, he is now at his most valuable. He was just at, the, at a, as a World Cup, won MLS Cup not too long ago. He was always he was always solid. He had like one or two real howlers every season and you know, he went through he went through a couple of of, of phases this year. When he wasn't so great, I mean, I think the 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 philosophy there perhaps is we don't want to overpay for somebody's for somebody's declining years, you know. Of of, I mean, as a goalie, it's a little bit different. Thirty three is not, but it's most like thirty three is pretty. But prime. you know, for every for every Buffon, there's a bunch of other people where also like performance declines. You know, when you hit your mid mid thirties, so I think that's probably if. And I don't know what Toronto is offering. Toronto is desperate, right? So they they really need to win now, and so they need somebody. So they might be in a position where they want to offer a lot of money, and NYCFC might say we don't want to match that because the rebuild is on anyway, and and uh, we're going to go with somebody younger. I don't think that Barraza. What I've seen from him makes me think he's a backup. I don't. I don't. Wouldn't. Wouldn't think that he would be the starter going in. I would think we'd find somebody else, but uh, who, who knows? I don't know. Um, but yeah, that's the only that's the only thing I could think of. Uh, the latest on Alex Collins is that uh, I think Boca Juniors might be after him. He also has an offer in Holland and uh, and another MLS team, so he's probably gone. Also, again, the same reason. Probably don't want to match what he can get elsewhere although that's not final yet santi rodriguez is bet back did you with- see on twitter the schitzel boys uh did an official release <laughs> on their opinion on about Alex how collins, collins is going to the red bulls yeah thankfully that's not gonna happen that would really that would make me as angry as uh <laughs> do you like that i use our show's twitter handle to troll to insult, you to, on to twitter troll me? yes exactly <laughs> I have my too much power. I'm our communications coming after me. I'm technically the communications <laughs> officer of the Schitzel Boys, so that is that was just uh, me doing a little work there. But uh, um, thankfully, we have no followers, so it wasn't a big deal. <laughs> so uh, do whatever we want. <laughs> do whatever we want. Uh, I love it. The things I've said as the uh, Schitzel Boys handle can cancel me. Uh, no, I was not joking. I try to be relatively. Anyway, clear. yeah. So that's what's going on. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I. I wish we would bring them all back. I mean, and all of this, because I was. I have. I have uh, these two friends who are new season ticket holders at NYCFC who are basically just Brag. following the Premier, following the Premier League, and so just even the fact that there is a salary cap, they're like, what? Why would you just not resign? These yeah. people have been good, uh. and so. That is a whole other. That's a whole other. That's a whole other thing. But yeah, but that is a reality. You gotta be cautious. Uh, and we also need we need some reinforcements. We need new attackers. And so there is you can't ha- you can't have it all. So I don't know. We'll see. That's a whole other can of worms. We gotta do that. I love the fact that like soccer is very popular. It's released on the TV ratings. 
it's NFL all day. Like every, all the highest rated events on live television, like out of the 50, 45 of them were NFL games, including the top 11. But the other five were like was soccer um, or something like that. I'm not, not exactly, but it's like soccer, one or two of the Olympic games were pretty big. And yeah. then like the presidential knocker or something. It's just like the big live <laughs> events on TV. But soccer did well. You know, Soccer's soccer always does the well. world. The World Cup, but yeah, not MLS. No, not, not MLS. Right. So again, which I've said before, MLS is now this weird like soccer fan. Like soccer's popular. Soccer fans know promotion relegation. Soccer fans know um, ties. Soccer fans know all the stuff that the American League pretends like <laughs> Americans aren't interested in, and so they want oh, to change right, it up. Right, right, right. So they change it up. No ties, no relegation. Uh, we played during the summertime and to avoid baseball. What do you mean no out. ties? How do we have no ties? This is at the League's Cup. When they announce the League's oh, Cup, there'll right, be no right. ties. The League's Cup. It seems like and, it sounds and, like and, the playoff format is going to change to be playoff you know, format like. But but again, it's like just like I said, it's a bigger can of worms. But for me, it's like I think we're in a place now. Where we really just have to offer soccer the way people know it, because that's what sells. This the way the, the soccer that everyone likes sells. So when you make choices to differentiate yourself from that, to me, I see that as just shooting yourself in the foot, and I don't get it. That when Taylor Twelman, who's leaving ESPN by the way, said, "What are we doing? We can't do soccer in our own way." I'm like, "Hallelujah, Taylor!" No one listened to any of it. Nothing has changed. Everything about American soccer is still done the American way. And everything American is unpopular when it comes to soccer. Uh, Non-American things, global soccer choice things, are popular. That people understand. So that's just my little, that's my little thing on that. Okay. So for those friends of yours who are coming from the Pravna MLS, they're going to ask a lot of questions, I think. And uh, I'm curious. I'm curious if the league can uh, retain those guys as fans. We'll I've see. been with. I've uh, I, I've been leading the the cheering wag. I mean, I know you, you need a translator. You need like a you need like a host. You need I, tr- I, to bring you I, in. I try to. I try to. I try to do that. I try to do that service. No, I, no one I else needs to. someone to bring you I in. I mean, I th- I uh, I feel like all these peculiarities of MLS that from an outside, when I was a, a very casual observer, I had all these questions of, of uh, why, are, why aren't they doing it this way? Why aren't they doing it that way? It makes and the it more, league, right? the more I've, but the more I have gotten immersed really into it, the more I understand. Like, I think there is, there are good reasons. It's not like they just randomly are like, Oh, we just want to do some crazy. I mean, I think that's how it started. Like in the beginning, they were, you know, these weird, team names and the 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 uh shootout with a run up or whatever from the 35 yard line or whatever these the the stuff that they tried out but i think that's not the spirit now the spirit now is we want to be integrated in the international game but there are certain things that are just uh uh you know the season. I think it is a reality. I have no. I have seen this happen here in New York. It's like when it's even February, people don't show up to games because it's cold. Right. People are like, it's, it's like th- those are real. That's a real thing. If if they played in January, uh, nobody would come. Like I think those are. I think those that's are the least. I will say is that is the least of the 
Yeah, or whatever. But uh, this is just like, one example. It does make but sense. for the most, for the most part, you know, these decisions that they have arrived at for a reason. It's not like oh, we're just trying to be different. I think, and I think also in the time that I have been immersed, it has improved so much. Like even I was just watching. Um, for whatever reason, I was watching highlights from our early first two seasons, 2015, 2016. And just in those relatively, sh that relatively short amount of time, like this, the quality of the squad, the depth of the roster, the quality of play, like it really has, has significantly improved since then. I think that's just in YCFC though. Like if I would argue the New York Red Bulls, our squad's gotten worse since 2015. It's a case by case basis. Are you just saying, are you just I mean, saying like the rule of people you can sign, like the rules? I like would the, say in general, the quality and the depth of squad. I think the whole TAM, the TAM situation game. has, yeah, has, yeah. has really made a difference in terms of kind of, in terms of upgrading the middle of the roster. Like I think the, the discrepancy between the best player and the worst player is, is not as, as, as large yeah, but that's as it all, used to be. That's all part, but my argument is all of that's part of a system to protect the billionaire's bottom line. Like that's well, the, I mean, that's that's, that's, that's definitely true. There's certainly... Uh, that, that's not there to you serve could, you us. Could definitely, that's not there to you make could, it fun for us. Right, that's you there could definitely to imagine... For their bottom line. Well, but there is there is an there is an effort to improve things within that those constraints for sure. There's the the, the parity and the salary, and there's like you know, but just like, like your that, friends who didn't get it, you can simplify all that. Just let people pay the yeah, thing. But I don't know. on the other, LA Galaxy yeah, or Miami it, get punished for overpaying players. It's like what the hell does that mean? What's but overpaying I've said that a player? I've, I've made that analogy before. MLS is like the Manhattan. It's like the Manhattan Co-op Building. It's like some people have bought in 20 years ago at fifth had bought their apartment for a hundred thousand dollars and now people are paying two million and the two million people are like, why can't we why can't we get but nicer always? Why can't we have like a pool on the roof? And the they're like, What are you talking about? That we don't have that kind of money. And so it's it's like that. And so yeah, that definitely holds things back. I'm not saying in European soccer, perfect. people can do whatever they want to their apartments, you know. Now, yeah, the but, other the, side, but also, the, yeah, no, but we'll just think of MLS like polar opposites. In MLS, anybody right. can win anytime, it's like a random free for all, which, in my opinion, is a little bit of a problem. In Germany, nobody can win. That isn't Bayern mentioned. They're the only team can win because they're the only team that spends mm -hmm. money on players and they've closed the door behind them. That's also a big problem. Mm -hmm. So, we've got two problems on either side of the coin, yeah. Yeah, but I think yeah, English Premier League sure. does a decent That's, job. Splitting I mean, the exactly what you're saying, it's not like ProRel is the answer to everything. It's like those systems also have a lot of inequality, and it's also they have their own they have their own issues. And the difference is, you know, in in Europe, when a team gets relegated, it has so much support and so much yeah. uh, uh, so much of a following. These teams always survive. If the Chicago Fire would get relegated, they disappear. They would be like right. gone within a year. These teams. Well, there survive. are systems in place like financial fair play and those balloon payments. Like when you relegate, you get I think. A cushion payment of a year or two. Like there are. I'm not saying get rid of all the systems. I'm saying there are systems in place that are more global, more international, more like the way it's done that everyone can understand. That makes it simpler for everybody. But that I think feeds into better competition. You know, like if Chicago Fire wants to get relegated, use Dynamo. That's what's built for. That's the prerogative. Let them go down to MLS two. And be at a lower budget because that's what their owners want, probably. But then so, these teams, but these teams would just die. They would just die. nobody would nobody would come. 
You know, if uh, like, oh, like if, if Leeds, like if Leeds United, of Chicago and I mean, it's been, I was surprised. I was surprised last season when I watched Chicago, how many people showed up at Soldier Field. It's like, you know, it's baby steps. It's, it's, it's a continuous thing. It's not like, you know, we, we would all love to see like kind of transformative event that makes everything, makes everything different. But it's like, I mean, I think from where I'm sitting, they have, they've, they've done well to improve. And I think this Apple thing is going to help. I really, oh, yeah, they have, they have the first live game is in what a month and a half. When's the first I mean, it's going to be again, it's not going to be all sunshine and roses. It's going to be a shit show. Probably we still for don't couple, know anything couple, about Apple. Is Taylor like, Twelman going much. to Apple? Is that we I haven't, we don't is, know. It must right, right. be right. That must, that's gotta be what he's doing. World soccer talk released their list of best commentators. I'm like, I beat you a year ahead of time, my friend. Uh, we both did. Uh, so what, so what is the, and then we got to end, but like, so MLS looked at the English Premier League. I really, I am Cup, really, enjoying, I've been really enjoying the show tonight. I don't know how you feel. Yeah, I mean, it's a good show. I love talking about. Anyway, but like, so what is so? MLS looked at the World Cup of the English Premier League, and they said, "You know what, our league needs to copy the World Cup." They completely ignored it. They're like, "We need to copy the World Cup." That's the Brad. That's what Donnie G said. So, what is this new proposed? And I know what. So it's a 54 game World Cup. What is it again? What are they doing? It's like a, there's going to be a group stage, I guess. There's going to be a group. So we're going to have 16 teams qualify for the play. This is not official, right? This is all. We, I know, but what happened to the other 16 teams? They just don't play for the whole second half of the season? Well, it's not second half. It's like the playoffs now. It's like now we have seven teams qualify, then you'd have eight. And I think uh, the idea is that be they three all games a day every day for a month. Uh, it's not going to be a month or something. Yeah, probably it's well, it's going to be like a little shorter. You're, you're going to it's like a World Cup with one less round. Yeah. So you'd have to have you'd have to go through six games to win MLS Cup. Now you have to go through three or four. Yeah, you get. Well, they're doing the old UEFA Champions League format. You remember back in the day? When it was two group stages before they went to knockout. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, this Champions is just League one. Was Thirty-two teams, and then I think they did that. They went into a second sixteen-team round oh, robin. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then well. they'd have, and then they'd have semifinals, and and yeah. the Champions League changed because it's too many games. So now it goes from the way it is now, the group straight into the round of sixteen or round of thirty-two yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah, and, and that's what we have in MLS, and they're doing the reverse. So like, let's add more games. Let's change it. Instead of round of sixteen, let's change it to two new groups. Yeah, because I think that I think the the problem they've had with the single the single you know they used to have home and away legs and I the have. single elimination is is more exciting, but it kind of it's it's over too quickly, sort of for the for the league to TV. build up build yeah. a lot of momentum yeah. and TV and and so I think this is this is another another attempt to and I mean the groups then also gives an opportunity to really weigh. Uh, the regular season results, right? Like, I think the idea would be that the the higher seeding, the more home games you have in this scenario. And so, I think I don't know that. When, has when to... is the leagues cup? I just don't get the schedule anymore. The leagues cup is in the is in the summer. I know, but like, so what's going to happen is they got regular season, then that has to mm -hmm. pause, and there's mm -hmm. a leagues cup for six weeks or three weeks mm -hmm. or whatever it is. Then it goes back, and then that ends, and then it goes to another tournament. They're essentially slashing the regular season apart, which is not a bad thing, by the way. Well, but the like, regular season just... is going to still be 34 games. I mean, it's still... 
Really? Thanks. Yeah. I mean, it's not that many more. It, it was four games before if you were an unseated, you know, if you weren't, if you didn't get a buy, like NYCFC had to win four games to, to win a right. nice cup. So now it would be six games instead of four. So that's not that big a difference. And it's like uh. more, I mean, it's obviously more games for more teams. That's always a, a plus, right? More maybe. Sure. And uh, yeah, I don't before, know. There's, before, I mean, yeah, what's the perfect, before, what's yeah. the, uh, I'm four. I think, I think, I think the the way I mean I'm really not pro playoff honestly like I think it's uh, I think if it was just the regular season it's fine I mean of course there's an unbalanced schedule it's not like everybody's going to play everybody right. so I understand supporter shield is a little iffy in that regard I mean I think the single elimination feels a little bit random it's like you know it's four games like mm -hmm. it doesn't it doesn't necessarily uh feel like you know like the best team necessarily will win i think this could a longer term this could be interesting i'm not a, i'm not against it i'm ready to but i'm also not very i think every playoff format is sort of inherently flawed it's always a little frustrating you play 34 games and then they don't they mean right. very little and then you sort of start yeah. over i think there's a that's always a thing like i don't think you can the format doesn't solve that I think that's the biggest issue with MLS. Like we need to figure that out a little bit. What I will say is, this past season it was not a thing. I don't think, if I remember, because it was like with two of LAFC, the best teams, really, two yeah, of the, the clearest teams, teams made it to the final, and then the, the home good teams team won. Made it, and yeah, yeah, so, yeah. No, true. And, and in my opinion, if the supporter shield were 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 decided on goal difference, Philly would have hosted, and Philly probably would have won. Would have won last year. You know. Possibly, yeah. Um, you know, but in general, it's been. A, I'll just always remember 2010 when I think FC Dallas played Colorado and Colorado won, and it was just the two. It was like the two lowest seeded teams just <laughs> yeah. had a pretty decent I mean, playoff, and they the got to the final. And then Colorado won, and the the VW the guy from VW who gave the award didn't know Connor Casey's name. For head score, so called him. Yeah. The word where it goes to Casey Connor, and he just hands it to him. <laughs> and then I was just the whole time like, "What is this? This is, so these guys are the best." So I'm just like, "This team was not the best team at MLS this year." <laughs> it's like in case you get curious, you yeah, just gave I the mean, title to a team that was pretty lackluster all season. I think so. in that sense, this new format, uh, uh, yeah. Would give it a little more shape, like, and there would it's be more, filter, op more opportunity, yeah. more opportunity for for teams to really emerge. But yeah, we'll 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 have to we'll have to see how it goes. Yeah, the leagues cup. Also, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, but uh, that also has potential to be, pretty, to be pretty big. <laughs> I mean, TV, I definitely the the um the few the very few times that NYCFC has played against Mexican teams whether it's the Campeones Cup or Tigres in the Champions League i mean so exciting like just a different level of intensity in the stands it's just so many people you know like it's just a lot of obviously there's a lot of mexican soccer fans in the country and so to engage them in this way i think is great i think has a lot of potential uh, to be really, really cool. We'll just have to see how it goes. The format of the Leagues Cup has that, they have that, the three-team groups, which is always problematic because after two games, you kind of know what you need to right. do to advance. So there, there's, we'll see. There, probably like the Apple thing, it's also going to be a shit show the first time around. The great MLS tradition get... of 
it's of, always of, different. Everything's of, different. The rules are different. Right. You know how most leagues, it's always the same, like the English Premier League and the the the, the, the Community Shield. It's just you don't have to make any decisions. Everybody knows what's happening. Everybody gets when it happens. All it's like everybody gets. Every, it's all the same. But every the only year, MLS, it's like every year. Wait for the press release. We'll tell you what the new rules are. We'll tell you what the new thing is. It's new. It's like part of our tradition. Yeah. That's our tradition. Our tradition is every it's year to not have to not have tradition. Right. 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 So yeah. But our, I mean, that's the that's the that's the problem, right? You can't also just be like because the only reason these other things. Are are have that gravity is because it's been like that for fifty plus years, and that's the only. So I guess that's were, that's were you other... around for the Pan Pacific MLS tournament? No, between I, I mean I I, I knew David about Beckham's, it, but I didn't. Between I didn't David watch Beckham, it. LA Galaxy, I knew it was happening. Gamba Osaka from Japan just crushed everybody, and there was a team from Australia there. Uh, a couple of, but I, I think I, I think the I think the the alternative to what you're describing is a good tournament. Like, well, good just, tournament. Never happened again. One. But <laughs> so you just so the alternative is to just be like, okay, just pick one thing. Doesn't matter. Pick a format and then just stick with it for for, for fifty years, and then I'm it'll not, be then there'll be then there'll be a tradition. I'm not saying that. To... I love the fact that we had something called the Pampa. There was something called the Interliga. There was something called the Superliga. They did that twice. There were two Superligas. The New England Revolution won the Superliga in 2007. Hmm. Uh, yeah. I think most of the time... MLS when... is back. Remember that? Oh, right. Yeah, well, I mean, that was... Yeah, that was COVID-driven, right? But, I mean, I thought that was a pretty interesting... That was not a bad... Not a bad thing to kind of pull out of their hat. I don't know. I thought... And at the, I just at love the, the giant Adidas logo on the field. I just, I just never want, I just never want that to change. <laughs> they were so, so desperate for any dollar they could <laughs> shake out of the couch at that point. <laughs> <laughs> and te certain teams had to pull out because of COVID, just, so they weren't even there. Just, uh, just, just any. Will you give quick. us any money for this? Bjorn, quick, who won the MLS's back tournament? Hurry, Portland, hurry. Portland, Portland Timbers, right? Did they? I think so. Perhaps I have no idea. I think Orlando <laughs> got second place, right? The home, the home team, or am I wrong? No, I got it. No, I got to look it up. Yeah, I don't think. I think no one knows who won the MLS's back tournament. Just... Portland Timbers, let's go! Oh, right. oh my right. God, right. two! I got it. I got a trivia question right two weeks in a row. Twenty twenty three is going to be my fucking year. <laughs> this yeah. is how it starts. And by the summer, I'll be coaching Bayern Munich. <laughs> You'll be like, okay, guys, check out my snazzy new suit. Check out my outfit. Uh, <laughs> a very generic Adidas tracksuit in red. Uh, it's not distracting in any way. It's just a comfortable, neutral Just suit. think of me. You can yeah. call me Julian. It's fine. <laughs> so uh, who are the goal scorers? Raise your hand. Okay, one, two, three, good. Who are the um, <laughs> supporters, the, the wingers? The Okay, you in the middle. Who are the defenders? Oh, Daily Blint. I'm surprised you're here. Uh, you you and Beck, and then Mani, you still got the broken leg? Who's Mani's replacement? Mani's going All right, Sven, so you're a goal, yeah? Jan Zoma right. is coming, though. Maybe. Jan Zoma? You're, you're coming? All right, good. Um, not, what's his face from Monaco, who apparently does not want to play for Bayern Munich anymore. Does not want to go. Alexander Nubu. Uh, okay, all right. All right, that's the team. Do well. I'm not going to do subs today, so uh, go out there, play the full 90, and uh, have a good time. If you have any questions, I'll be on the bench, yeah?
But remember, at the end of this game, our goal tally should be higher than their goal tally. Are we all agreed on this? Okay, yeah. good. All right. On the count of three, go win. All right. And one, two, two three. three. Yay, go you win. win. All right, good. So that that's that's me. That's just fun. So you're much more. You're much more prepared than you gave yourself credit for. <laughs> then then afterwards they asked me. It's like that one guy who never scored goals. It's like yeah, he lied. I asked who scores goals. He raised I, his I hand. Clearly, you all heard me. He said you know, he raised his out, hand. He doesn't score goals. Turns out he was lying. He's a liar. Can you believe that lying to me like that? Anyway, I promised everybody here in the crowd. From now on, I will Google. The players' records. And I will know. I won't, I won't ask them. I'll know ahead of time of who's scoring. You know, it's a process I'm learning. You know. Meanwhile, Zidane pokes his head in and goes, "Any any Americans? Any Americans here? Any of you? Out? No. Okay. Sorry. Like, no. Carry no. on." Alfonso Davies is Canadian. <laughs> uh, what if Zidane becomes the head coach of Montreal? Huh? That'd be nice. <laughs> Good for Montreal. Wild. Who's Montreal's new coach, by the way? Speaking uh, we, of, they have the best coach of the year. That he they got rid of him he because because yeah. Joey Saputo is a crazy Montreal guy. man. They they lost a lot of people. They're going to have a hard. I mean, I guess Joey I shouldn't, Saputo, I shouldn't point the shouldn't point the finger because we could we could be in the same boat. But they're also head struggle. coach Hernan Losada. Wait a minute. Oh, that's the right. They DC hired the fired? DC guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they hired yeah. the guy DC fired. Did yeah. you hear there was a story from one of the players, I forget who retired, that that Hernan Losada gave him he was like a bench warming goalkeeper or something. And Hernan Losada gave him a strict dietary thing, which is whatever. Then then on his wife's Instagram was them at a restaurant, but he didn't eat at the restaurant because he was on the diet. And without talking to him, he was like cut from the team because of what his wife Instagrammed them at the restaurant or some shit without talking about it. He didn't, he wasn't asked about it. He was just told that you broke <laughs> rules and you're cut or something. And you know, that pissed him off. <laughs> it's like, it's like good riddance. Anyway, Montreal, you got Erdogan Losada. I'm surprised yeah. he got another job in the league. He was that is fired. a pretty, it's a pretty, uh, it's like, um, who, where's Ben Olsen going? He's like, Aston Villa, I think. As no, no, he's the like, head coach uh, of Houston. Uh, Houston, or Houston where right? Houston, Houston, those are two yeah. the very unambitious. I know, very, un, very <laughs> unambitious, very unambitious signings. They're like, coaches. who's around? Who's a recent fiery? I mean, it's gonna be of those guys. So, yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe I, I, I am looking at MLS through rose-colored glasses, <laughs> and it really is. It's really just pretty stagnant. I don't know. We'll see. Most anyway. of them is just a multi-level marketing scheme. Well, I had a I had a great time. I don't know <laughs> if it's just uh, if it's, uh, uh, it's yeah. a multi-level marketing scheme. I can get behind. All right, everybody, thanks for being here. Cheers, As we get ready for the Bundesliga and MLS heating up, coming up, coming up. Signs of players, NYCFC. Signs of players, New York Red Bulls. In the meantime, will Leeds United continue getting their points? We'll see. All right, tschüss. Tim Ream is God.